Hello, so we're here today in Berlin to talk uh, with uh, Willy Karekesi and uh, we just have a few questions to ask him. So, first of all, hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So, um, let's start then. You've just had uh, the opening for your solo exhibition, like Unification, it was called, in yeah. Berlin, in Schoneberg. Yeah. And I think it attracted a lot of people. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling really good. Uh, it's always a pleasure when your, what, what your, your, your thought is being shared with other people. And if you see many people coming to see what you're thinking and try to interact with you, it's always a win. So I take it as a good thing I did. Okay. Together with the whole group of the people who helped me to organize. Great. And uh, for example, how does it compare to all the other places where you exhibited in the past? Uh, you cannot tell, you cannot compare actually, because uh, there is uh, different places, different cultures, different understandings, so you, you cannot easily understand it because uh, you cannot easily compare it because like, people have different points of views and also different histories. So it's always good uh, to, 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 to share your message and see how people accept it, but not to compare with other places because people will take things differently. But with, uh, let's say, like Germany, I, I believe that we had kind of similar story with the both countries having genocide. So I think it's always also good to see how another artist from another place saw the, 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 saw the, the other world in the, which have the same similar stories somehow. Yeah. Okay. And now, so you're a self-taught artist. Mm -hmm. So can you give me some tip and tell me, like, how does one um, learn how to paint the way you do it? Uh, uh, if you say you are a self-taught artist, you, you didn't learn, but I believe there is some, some, like there is engagement of what you want to do, especially you have to know you want to be an artist. Like for me, I, I knew like for a long time that I wanted to be an artist because the way I was painting like 10 years ago is not the same way I'm painting. So there was these things of keep working, keep working and, and like challenging myself, like trying new things to see what's come out. And then with those kind of things, when you're trying to play, it's like being a baby, you're trying to play with all the tools to see <laughs> what's come out, you know? Yeah. And, If there's something good coming out, you say, ah, maybe I'll, let me be stuck a bit here and see what's come out again. You keep producing. So I think like practice make perfect. So exactly. if you are keeping <laughs> working, it's giving something. Okay. Yeah. But about that, when did you realize that you wanted to be like a full-time uh, artist? It wasn't easy because especially like in the beginning, I was a comic artist. Like I was doing comics in high school, in primary school. And in um, the secondary school, mm -hmm. but at the young age, at 16, I was already an artist. I was working in a gallery. I was, and then yeah, the the the, the good thing, the the owner of the gallery and the other artists had believed in me that I can be something. And for me, I was like, I don't have to disappoint them. I have, don't have to disappoint <laughs> them. So I was like, I have to do something. I continue like that, uh, but because you there is studies and. Arts is not something you can put together, because there is a matter of 
trying to focus on a concept and thing and also you go have to go back especially in Africa we study like 12 lessons or maybe 11 and you all have to go in your head uh, so yeah. <laughs> add, add art on that or the top of it so it wasn't easy because my father was telling me do school and then he will do art later and for me school yeah it was it was something good to be able to be with other people but wasn't something I was seeing myself because I was seeing is a waste of time because I was only learning things I, it seemed for me like they're trying to see how my brain can remember you know yeah and I, they didn't want to teach me how can I be myself like how can I be myself how can I talk to the people how can I express myself also so it was like how how if you remember this how does it work like formula thing like this mathematics so it's not that I said school is bad, but school is, is a good thing because it challenges you. It also teaches you to live with society because you are living with 20 kids who come from different 20 families with different 20 cultures. <laughs> so you, when you're living, when you're studying with them, you also learn something new because, yeah, I think when you're in the class, somehow with, you feel as a family, even in the, um, the part-time of school, when you're in the break of school, you are outside in playing recreation. <laughs> so there is a there is a there is a there is a, a way you love the kids you study together. So let's say like, like there is a fight happening to school, yes. and there is a, one student from your class and another student from another class. You mm. go to support even if you don't talk your to class. them. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't talk to them, you go to support the one from your class because maybe the next time they will show you. <laughs> <It> <laughs> so, <makes> <laughs> yeah. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, so I guess you get inspired uh, from people you know sometimes for your pa paintings. Mm -hmm. So who are those people? Myself. Yeah. Uh, I can say I inspire myself of trying to know me more. Mm -hmm. and um, I try also to express myself so much and also the people around me, especially the community because yeah. most of the story I get or most of the story in my work uh, I first look if it's not me or if it's not the people around me mm -hmm. so most of my work is inspired by the community and also myself okay. and my life, my personal life yeah, it makes sense yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. um, so what is the main message that you're trying to spread through your art? Uh, um, 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 there is a lot of things. There is trying to see who belongs to these identities. There is identification mm -hmm. of uh, humanity. There is um, especially like where's humanity, like what the meaning of humanity. There is a, my, my work and uh, my work are uh, really have a lot of message because I, I, it's like you know my art is like a meal you know if I give you the same meal every time you will not you will not be satisfied so I try to change meals which mm -hmm. means I try to change concept okay. so sometimes I'm inspired about the immigrants the people mm -hmm. who are moving the immigrations the, I'm trying to uh, what they call civilization today what is it for people is it civilization a european thing or is it an african thing so because because yeah there is a big problem also like politics i also inspired by the politics because uh, africa have been like going down because of the politics and then 
as a feedback, we all generalize that is the whole Europe. So yeah. the mistake of the European, we also, the, the, the politician in Europe, we give it to the whole continent. And also the mistake of African president or maybe politician, we give it to the whole Africa. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm inspired by those kind of things, different things. Everything I see every day is an inspiration for me today. Yeah, without knowing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to know it because I have to build the concept and I have okay. to do research, I have to read, I have to look documentaries, things like this to, before to paint. Wow, it yeah. is a real full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I saw also that, I mean, I know that you have experience doing live painting, uh -huh. but uh, did you start when you had your first tech, uh, TED Talk in Kigali? No, no, no. Uh, I started before in 2016, uh, 15, 15, because okay. the TED talk was in 2016. Okay. So in 2015, I did an exhibition called uh, uh, The Age of Love. So okay. it was an exhibition I wanted to, what is love, what is the time to love, what is love actually? Mm -hmm. So most of my work, there is a question behind, like, trying to ask myself and also ask to the audience, the people who see my work. Yeah. But mostly myself, I ask myself, what is this? Then I paint a painting with that question. I try to create an image defining that question. And do you work on one question, on several paintings with the same question, or you only have Depends. one question per painting? Depends. Yeah, sometimes per one question per uh, per paintings, mm -hmm. but it's like an album of music, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's, it's like a, like you know, you give the the album the title, mm -hmm. and you also like sometimes talk on this topic, this topic, this topic. So it's also this, this kind of kind of uh, question on each things, okay. and and uh, yeah. In 2015, I was with uh, I was doing an exhibition, and I, I did then my first solo exhibition in 2014. Okay. Then there was a lot of people coming, but there was something missing because during that time, to the next exhibition I did, there was I went to other several exhibitions, but it was the same thing. Like okay. it was just hanging the work on the wall. The people they come, they stand, they see thing, and they go. There wasn't something. It was something it have to be done like this. It was like a formula. All right. So for me, I was like my next exhibition. I need to do something fire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. <laughs> so yeah, when I was when I was in Rwanda, my my thing. I was trying to do live painting because I try to paint so fast sometimes, and then I had a friend of mine. He he's a poet. Mm -hmm. And I invited him to, to the studio and I was telling him to do his poem and things like this. And there was another guy who played music and I was like, ah, can you play music while he's doing poem and then I can paint. So then the idea like started to be concrete. Mm -hmm. Then with that thing, it was the first thing, it was, I was the first one to do that in Kigali. Yeah, I can to, imagine. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that kind of thing made me like why not continue these things because maybe there may be also other countries which never had this kind of thing so I started to to be like we open a group a small group me and this guy who was uh, doing poems another lady was doing poems also singing they also the guitarist Okay. And then we was performing together, like, and under then under which name did you have like a group name or something? Uh no, it was mostly my name and okay. back there. But <laughs> there was I wanted also them to be known as themselves, like yeah. not the, uh, the group, because I didn't want to be classified, like to be 
part of this kind of thing, like you belong to these people. I don't want to be limited by some certain group of yeah. people. You want to feel independent. Yeah, I, feel, I like to be like worldwide, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And um, actually, you mentioned uh, so your hometown, uh, Kigali, uh-huh. and I know you have like a space called Intiba Art, Art Space. space yeah. So can you tell us a bit more about it and uh, I mean why it was important for you to have a place like this? So yeah, uh, let's go back maybe in <laughs> in in my early age when I was uh, working in art galleries. Mm-hmm. So. I was working in an art gallery called Duburanga, which was very known at the time in Rwanda. And then uh, we got uh, we got some issues that I can, if I say issues, no, it's a matter of life, you know. People mm-hmm. just decide about like where to go, where to live, and other people also doesn't know, doesn't have experiences about where to do next. Because if you have like a head and the head thinking of everything and the rest of the people down doesn't know what's next so mostly they take things the people left they take things not seriously so there was a matter of lack of knowledge and things like this and then it's happened that uh, we we somehow we lost our leader the guy who was running the business and everything and then a certain time also had uh, issues with some artists you know artists cannot be like a director mostly artists cannot be directors so <laughs> honestly and then there was uh, i had issues with uh, an, another guy who was in charge okay so somehow they chased me so when they chased me it was it wasn't a, a, a bad thing because you know when they put you there go 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 So somehow you think they are like giving you, they are giving you like, uh, they are chasing you for the opportunity, but actually they are opening more opportunity to you because, so then I went there. Because then it motivated you. Yeah, because then I went there, I was starting to think about myself so much, how I'm going to survive without the gallery. I was thinking like maybe if I go in another gallery, I will be low-key, so something like that. I was fearing to go in other places. So I was like, let me see my strength, my art, what can bring to me. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I started to work a lot. Uh, I did some exhibition in Europe, and I did. Uh, I started to do exhibition around Uganda, Kenya, so things like this. So, and then somehow I can say that I was making some papers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so then. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then when I was getting back home, I wanted to do some exhibition because it was home. You always need to feed home first and then take it to the rest of the people. So then uh, somehow like I, I was applying for res- uh, for exhibition pla- in places. Mm-hmm. There was like, an, uh, like uh, how can I say, they, they was denying the made the place and they have okay. yeah, they have the place for exhibition but the place is empty they tell you someone is gonna do an exhibition next week it's happened that the whole year no one did an exhibition and, and you have art paintings in your house you are like this is the why, why, why they are opening these places when they don't give to the artist yeah it's a shame and it's not also for free we are giving money like we we, we share the percentages things like this yeah. so for me it was a little, a little bit somehow like 
uh, I was just not not uh, I didn't want to do like as a revenge to opening my place because my, my my thing I don't do like this kind of thing but my 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 main point was like if I can make a life for myself already is not enough because I, I if I go with a team of people higher yeah. it will be good that we can be stable because exactly. there was a wise man telling me if you wanna go far. Yeah. go slow like go with a lot of people and if you want to go fast go alone yeah who said that it's a friend of mine okay who, <laughs> so he was just telling me that i never saw it but i saw that there were some people who said that yeah yeah so i've they, heard that before <coughs> yeah <laughs> so it's, it's true yeah so then it's made me like think about like uh, slowing down and also try to support like young artists who never get a chance to be exhibited and also to give a place a home where people come and they say like this is home because my place is not my fa the fancy fancy galleries in Kigali but there is fancy galleries and there is big things but I just wanted to give a place as a home like where people come and they feel happy you know yeah. where people come and laugh even if they don't buy but they still find humanity there mm -hmm. so I open a place for <clears throat> for artists to come and work mm -hmm. and also exchange experiences because let's say when I'm traveling I learn a lot and also yeah. other artists when they're traveling they learn a lot so I want to create something that where we go when we go back home we sit we talk about the experiences we had in at different countries and these kind of things and also to exchange because now we started something with residencies okay. we are hosting international artists who come like if let's say there is an artist coming to do mirrors in my country mm -hmm. sometimes I host them but they do like a one week project with the community and um, then I host them and then after I do an exhibition for them. So my, mainly is about, I opened this place as a way to contribute to the Rwandan art scene and also contribute to the community. Because nice. mostly in my neighborhood there is uh, women who, who cannot, who have like, like uh, issues with life. Okay. So I wanted to use art as a way to, to heal them, you know. To help them. That's yeah. very kind of you. To heal them, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah we is, is, yeah, is, I don't, I cannot say it's kind, but it's also somehow giving. But it's selfless. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, they are, our, they are our mother and like, they are like the, the mother who know us growing and they was taking a look on us. So when you go there, you don't have to give your back to them. So yeah. you have to turn back to them and then tell them like, what do you need? So you, you, don't, you don't give them what you, they need, but you show them that there is a possibility to get what they need in doing this kind of thing. Exactly. So at our place now, we, we are having um, an exhibition room. Mm -hmm. We are having residences. Okay. And we are having uh, at community art classes. Like workshops with, uh, with, kids. Yeah, with kids. And okay. yeah. And and uh, now now when I go back we are gonna start like a shop of women like a vulnerable woman, okay. like um, uh, women without husband, yeah. that they can uh, do like um, recycling, creating craft with recycling materials, thing like this, and, and like that they can sell it afterwards. Yeah yeah I, I try yeah. to sell them for them like. Yeah. And then because like the place we have is starting to get known and then we're trying to invite a lot of people that they can come and things like this. Then yeah. they can, when people are coming to see the art, they can also see them. Okay. 
Okay. So at yeah, least they can sense. make some small cash Very nice. on the side. And so far, like how many artists did you have? Uh, I have at eight artists. Okay. Uh, I have seven artists and me, I'm and the eighth four. artist. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. All right. And uh, okay, so thank you for like talking about Indiba art space. Yeah, thank you. Um, so as an artist, would you say that it's important to have a constant like uh, creation state of mind, or sometimes like you allow yourself also to be on, I don't know, on a mental break, <laughs> and you don't think at all as an artist, or are you always like creating in your head and then like feeling the need to paint? Uh, you don't have to be a thinking machine, you know. You have to be. You have to give time. Everything needs a break. Sometimes you have to connect connect yourself to the nature and appreciating, absorbing. You know, when you give, you also have to wait until you receive. Because yeah. if you give, sometimes you will also end up giving shit. You know. <laughs> so, so yeah, honestly, you 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 have time to produce, and yeah. when you finish to produce, you also. Um, Take a step back. Take a step back, realize what you did, and okay. also try to get different travel. You can travel around, try to see, to feed the eyes, you know, you feed the eyes to see different things. You also have different understanding. Yeah. Then when you're doing this kind of thing, you can keep producing, but you cannot stay in one place and feel like you have to paint every time. Uh, to be honest, there is time, times I spend like three months without touching paint. Okay. Just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's important for your creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, talking about sleeping, uh-huh. <laughs> what is your dream that you would want to see come true in 2020? In, in the dream I want to... To see through in 2020? Yeah. Uh, uh, like something for yourself, for the world? But what is something that you want to see happening? Um, I want to see maybe people get a little bit like 10% of humanity at least. <laughs> that sounds like not a lot, but unfortunately, the, yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah the 10% of humanity, because now people are attracted to things so much than, than like also owning a lot of papers. People are like busy getting papers and it seems like it's life. And yeah, so that's one of the things I really want this year to see maybe at least people can realize that there have been a lot. Because mm-hmm. if you see the world at the moment, 23 people have the whole amount of the whole world (laughs) so and there are people around who are not having food yeah it's a tragedy so at least if these people can look back and say like okay i have imagine having 15 16 billion on on your account and you cannot take one one million one million and you put it outside yeah because one million, let's say you put one million in Berlin to the homeless people. Exactly. That's a change, That's a it. big change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I mean, outside of Berlin, I mean, everywhere, yeah. there is a lot to do. It. Yeah. Okay. So that's for the world, but for me, I hope I can finish my house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like uh, your own house or your space, your art space? Because the place I'm having at the moment, I'm renting. Yeah. So I want to build like our own space, like our own base, where we don't have to pay every monthly. Good. So we already started. So. Okay, that's a very good start into 2020 then. 
let's make papers and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then we are wishing you like the best for this year. Uh -huh. And thank you for answering my question. Thank you so much for inviting. <laughs> and yeah, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. Thank you.